This episode of Let's Think On It comes from an excerpt from O Brother Radio with Will Lockamy, Reed Lockamy, and Dr. Mark Westfall. Tonight we're going to do some Facebook Live because, uh, you know, out of irony, we're going to be talking about social media with right. Dr. Mark Westfall and how it affects our brains and, and the whole deal. So why not? Why not? And, yeah. Exactly. If, if all of you guys are just hanging out on Facebook, let's, let's why not, talk why to not you. Why not use the, um, the very thing that we're going to discuss its effect on us? There you go. Yeah. And so, you know, with that said, you guys can comment and, and kind of hang out with us. And so that's what we're looking Please forward do. to. Please do. Yeah, please do. We, we always enjoy seeing your comments. So, Dr. Westfall, tell us what you got going on as far as uh, so, this topic. And I can't believe, I told Reed earlier, I can't believe we haven't addressed this already. Me either. But, so what happened? I'll tell you how it happened. Uh, two days ago, uh, I was reading an NP article online, and it was talking about um, this Facebook um, issue that there were some of the um, Congress was talking about with regards to depression, a study with depression in teens and the time spent on social media not just not right. i shouldn't say just facebook it was about social media the study was but the article was about facebook right um, because facebook is looking at expanding and creating a new instagram platform for younger people under right. the age of 13 that's so right. this is yeah very topical very topical mm-hmm. gross and, by the way just yeah. my first reaction to that is gross yeah. people yeah. under 13 oh yeah gross yeah or even yeah. 13 <laughs> like yeah. the, what Right. Uh, anyway, no. go ahead. Okay, so that's what they're so, talking about. And like, hey, is this a good idea? Because depression. So, well, and yeah. So, I mean, so currently some of the studies, uh, research are showing that there's a correlation. Right. And, and I'm big on science. Correlation is not causation. That's right. But there's a correlation between the amount of time spent on social media and depression in teens. Right. Increased use on social media, increased reports of depression. Sure. The other thing we're seeing, um, and, and I encourage anyone listening to go to this NPR article They've got great links to links to various research articles that have been done. Uh, and that's what I love about NPR is, is it, they'll make a statement, hyperlink to the yeah. actual research. And so I'm not going to get into all the details of the research. That's not really what tonight's about. People would turn us off. But for those that want the research, I looked at it. I recommend you look at it. Yeah. It's fascinating. One of the interesting, just a segment on that, one of the interesting things, the uh, Health and Human Services does a um, survey every year. They've been doing it, been doing it since 1971 mm-hmm. to look at substance use and mental health for the U.S. population, all ages. And so they've got this vast amount of data, and they're very consistent about the way they ask. They have multiple polling areas across the country, divide the states up into multiple areas. I think they have 750 different areas that they mm-hmm. poll yeah. in the country. And they'll let you know if they've changed the way that they do it. For example, in 2001, they started uh, offering some financial incentive to complete. And they'll say, don't compare the data before 2001 to after 2001 because we changed our methods. So it's a really interesting amount of data. And it's just data. There's no, like, causation of what's going on. But it just shows a lot of interesting interesting information. And one of the things that's showing up is that teen depression has dramatically increased in the last 10 years. And so has teen suicide right. attempts, completions, the whole nine yards. Everything's increasing. And it's actually happening for all ages, but teens, it's happening like at a warp speed much faster than other ages. Mm-hmm. So that's gotten a lot of people's attention. We're like, what is going on in society that's creating that? Okay. Um, so that came up. And then this more recent study about 
about um, depression and time spent on social media came out. So a lot of people in, in all over the place, but including Congress, are like, we need to look further into this because this is a public concern. Is there a connection between social media and how we feel? And so that's kind of what the tonight's topic's on. And I would think that anyone who's ever used social media would say yes. I, 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 want, that's, I want to hear some listeners. So I would right, love to hear right people's up, comments. Right out of the gate, uh, Christina, I won't say a last name. Of course, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can just see it. But she mm. works in the tech industry. And I know that also uh, at least one of her children is a student of Reed's. And so she says, kids and social media is such a bad idea. I, I agree. You know, I because it's a business as well, like I use social media for the most part business, right? I use it to promote. And, right, right. Um, and I know people that make a very good living running social media accounts for folks. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my daughter, I thought, well, okay, I'll give her a – for our dog, just for our dogs, right? People kept saying, because we have this – dog with three legs and yep. whatever he's cute and whatever and people are like yeah. oh you got start him an instagram account i was like there's no chance i'm ever doing that but then lila kept saying like yeah 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 you should you should i was like all right here's the deal i'm in charge of it like it's my account i can see everything mm -hmm. every message every person mm -hmm. you like and whatever uh i was like but you can post the stuff so yes you can learn to creatively not as lila but your pig right you're his yeah. voice yeah and so, pig is the dog. For those you, that don't know, you, most people. Yeah. So that way, she you're could not learn. calling your daughter a pig. That's right. So we're clear. <laughs> so that way, she could learn, yeah. um, you know, how to make photos look good. If you were going to yeah, run a business account, you're training her in some IT work, right? Running a business account, yeah, basically yeah. a promotional like. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll tell you this, you know, eight months, nine months in, whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, no, 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 wait a minute. Like, you know, her friends are messenger or whatever, which like, it's fine because I can see all of it. Nothing's inappropriate at all. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not, that's not what we're doing this for. And we're not worried about how many likes this one gets. Remember, it's just about you learning to be creative. But with everyone's the, worrying about, about how, how many, many likes. likes. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a real thing. Why is that, people? Well, I mean, it, I, I mean... I mean, I have thoughts on it a lot, so that's sure. a very leading question. Why is it? And also, just for the audience, we also have a, an intern listening in. We'll get his yeah. thoughts here in a minute, too. Right. Why is it that likes matter? Because we're social animals, right? I mean, that's the same stuff that's been feeding like our... I mean, there's part of like who we are human beings, right? We have to... We're interested in how other people respond to us, right? Yeah. So, so there's a... Is there a feel-good... When someone likes something you've posted? Well, I would think that there's a feel good and there's also a uh, relief of a possible like, uh-oh, that didn't, you know what I mean? It's probably not all just positive. It's probably also like, uh-oh, I'm going to feel terrible if people don't respond to the thing. So it's a, it may be a feel good. It also may be the taking away of yeah. a negative stimulus, Yeah, which in psychology, mm -hmm. there's positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement. Right. They both reinforce. Yeah. So taking away something that was negative is reinforcing right? as well. Like removing a potential negative outcome. Yes. That, that, that is also you reinforcing. yourself, yes. right? right. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. you're right on point. And from the brain standpoint, we're going to talk about this a little bit um, as we go. There, our brains 
are, and we've talked about this in other um, podcasts, and if I encourage people to go to the addiction podcast for what I'm getting mm-hmm. ready to say in more detail. But our brains are set up to want things. And one of the things that triggers that want circuit is something pleasurable. And so a positive comment is something pleasurable. Sure. Really relieving something anxiety provoking is pleasurable. So these things reinforce the want. And essentially what I'm talking about when I talk about the want circuit mm-hmm. is what most people would call addiction. Right. And I have a unique, well, I would say only unique, but for most people listening, it may sound unique, uh, view on the whole neurobiology of addiction. We're, we're moving to a place in science where we're starting to understand it differently that everyone has a want circuit. We're, we're made that way. Yeah. That's how we survive. And regulation of that want circuit or dysregulation of that want circuit is what looks like and what we call an addiction. Right, sure. Yeah. People so. who are not able to kind of keep that in check and, and monitor and regulate. And for some things, none of us can really keep it in check. Sure. And I am curious uh, with listeners. So like right now, I, I see some listeners are saying, hello, Shannon, Christina, like I know they have children that probably are at the age or even close to yeah. where they could use social media. Like are your kids using it? And how, how do you see that working out? But again, so many examples of uh, people that are my age and older that are having issues with stress and confidence and losing friends and, you know, like. So it's not yeah. just young people. Certainly who, not. Yeah. Certainly right. Not. Affected right. negatively. Yeah. The, the current focus is on teens because uh, that's what gets people's attention. Sure. For law changes and whatnot. But exactly. It, it affects all of us. Mm-hmm. As we've also talked about, to segue in some other, to, to cross-reference some other things yeah. we've talked about, what do you know about the developing brain? Why would it be even more of an impact for teens than it is for the adult brain? What do we know about the developmental difference in the two? Well, I mean, certainly I know from talking to you over you know the past four or five years that uh, I was surprised to learn that really your brain is still developing much longer than I would have previously thought, so, or even into your early 20s. Yeah. And we've talked about the ways that you know uh, part of the concern about that people have understandably um, about young people using, you know, substances and whatnot is that oftentimes the impact is greater on a developing brain and more long lasting uh, potentially. So that I would assume you would find some analogies there. Yep. And so one of the key parts of the development, the last part of the brain to develop is the frontal lobe. Right. And the frontal lobe is what is our impulse Mm. regulator. Yeah. So teens do not possess the part of the brain, the complete part of the brain. Sure. They, they have a frontal lobe, okay? But it's, it's not as functioning as it will be when they're in their 20s. So the very nature of addiction is that impulse is part of it. When you see something, when you right. see a trigger, you act on it. And so they are missing a significant part of that uh, circuit regulator the yeah. brakes on all of our our, our actions uh, goes through the frontal lobe and so they don't have that and fully developed so they are the most at risk for the effects of any potentially addictive if we want to call it what i would say is want circuit stimulating right because when you say addiction everybody's like oh, i'm not it, it like they pathologize it sure but if I say everyone has a want circuit every single person has a want circuit and there are certain things that will stimulate your want circuit 
children, teens, have the most difficulty resisting things that stimulate their want circuit, right. even when it causes them harm. Because their frontal lobe is not quite where it's going to be eventually, yep. and that's the one that helps you pump the brakes. And just to be clear, when I said earlier, it's people who can't regulate you know, those sort of desires and whatnot. Like, I didn't mean that as like a value judgment. Like, oh, know, oh yeah, you're just not you, good at it. I know you will not. Like, there are reasons that people struggle with yes, that. Yes, exactly. Right? Some yeah. people's neurocircuitry is right. less able to regulate than others. And so some people struggle with the wanting circuit regulation much more than others. Yeah. Um, but this wanting circuit regulation, if you think about it, most people think about addiction, they think about drugs, they think about gambling, they think right. about sex. But, you know, um, work can stimulate the want. And people can work so much that they lose family, friends. So it can be detrimental to overwork. Yeah. Um, task completion, people love checking boxes, um, which is one of the th another thing that this the media uh, uh, helps you with or, or, or entices you with mm -hmm. is oh, I've got five uh, I've got a little, a little red circle with five in it I got five notifications right. I gotta get that circle off there right. that's a whole thing I gotta yeah. clear that thing right it's now I got 18 checking. now like, what, what, what? exactly you wanna clear Trying it to it's, do a like, show here. it's that yeah. it's that check in the box it feels good to check it right. it in and of itself is it triggers the want the whole algorithm of most of the social media and yeah. certainly Facebook is solely based for what behavior? What is the one action that they want you to do? Stay on the site. Yes. Click. Sure. Scroll. Right. That is their number one measure. And so they're going to do whatever the algorithm will show you, whatever it is you want to see to stay. Right. And that, my friend, is a setup for the want circuit which is essentially an addiction. I, I am guilty of this. The whole, and not with Facebook usually, but Instagram of like, scroll, scroll, check, whatever, close it. Next app to open, Instagram. Open the exact same app I just closed. It, it's crazy. Just that, that cycle of like, yeah. close the app and open the exact same app. And why, why are you reopening? Because well, it's awesome. Well, to see what's <laughs> and yep. to see what's going yep. on there. So you I mean, I, it well, also you're repeating just, it. So yeah. you're saying it's like so they've almost, got, almost, it becomes almost automatic. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a 100. percent Okay. This is exactly what, and and for years, I mean, a couple decades in in my practice, probably first 10 or 15 years, I really didn't understand what addicts were telling me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking about uh, substance using addicts. And they would say, they'd come in, I'd be, you know, in back to the hospital after this is the fourth or fifth time. And they'd say, you know, doc, I, I just, I really didn't even want, I didn't, it, I didn't like it. I didn't even want to do it. And suddenly I was doing it again. And I was like, you know, come on, you, you, you I'm all about cognitive control and you can, sure. and, and then I started coming across this research on the want circuit. And it was the first research that really suddenly made everything fall into place that all the patients have been telling me for all these years. And people always say, I mean, in medicine, listen to your patients. They're going to tell you what's going on. You, have, you may not understand it, but they're trying to communicate something to you. And what they were saying is, essentially, my want circuit keeps getting triggered. The, we used to equate the want circuit, there used to be something called the dopamine principle. Sure. Dopamine pleasure principle. Right. We used to think that when dopamine was stimulated, it was because it was pleasurable, and we went back because we wanted pleasure. And now what we're learning is that we don't go back because we want pleasure. We go back because our want circuit is telling us to go back. 
even if you don't find it particularly. Yeah, there are plenty of other. Facebook is not pleasurable. There are plenty of other (laughs) pleasurable uh, circuits, and dopamine is involved in that. But those pleasurable circuits essentially turn on the want conveyor belt that pulls you to that. The next time you come across something that looks like what caused you pleasure the first time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we got this, this want circuit that's kicked in, and you may not like it, but you still are compelled to do it. And what's particularly problematic is when, uh, you know, a company like Facebook or, and of course, YouTube, there's a wonderful podcast from the New York Times called Rabbit Hole that talks all about, in the early stages of that podcast, about the way that YouTube is certainly designing, you know, algorithms to suck you into for staying sure. there for a long, long time. Um, and and the, the problem is people don't understand that. They don't know that. They don't realize that there's a design that's, that's behind that's the right. whole thing. That's right. right. So let me suggest this to the listeners. Get a pencil. Maybe some of you have seen this, or pen, yeah. or put it on your phone. I'm okay. old-fashioned, so you don't have to use a piece of paper. We can use technology. Okay. I'm not anti typewriter. I'm yeah. not anti anti. Yeah, go right. to your <laughs> antique typewriter. Get um, out a slate. And there are some, I thought, interesting movies and documentaries on this. Most people have probably seen these. Oh yeah, we've already seen that, Doctor. Okay. But um, there's the Social Network movie. Okay. Which I've I have not seen. Unbelievable. What? I know. No, hang you, on. Hang on. Have you seen Tiger King? I have seen Tiger King. Wow, because I was about to make the joke like, oh, well, everyone's seen that just like everyone's seen Tiger King. Right. But yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Unbelievably, I've not seen that. But yeah. So okay. I recommend seeing The Social Network. Great. Uh, I also re- recommend seeing The Social Dilemma. It's a different movie. Oh. And then there's a uh, PBS Frontline documentary. Mm. No, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. So I think I was confused. Social Network is the... Like the formation of Facebook, kind of like so, the drama with uh, Facebook. Justin Timberlake and whatever. Yes, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, So I've seen that, too. Okay. What I was talking about was the social, social dilemma. dilemma. That's yeah. the thing that everybody watched when they watched Tiger King. Now, Kings. Social yeah. Dilemma, I have not seen also. <laughs> no. He Makes had sense. me on that one. Okay. I thought he was, was going to say watch But that. I've heard good things about it. I've heard so it's interesting. The next one is uh, a frontline PBS documentary called Facebook Dilemma. It's a two-part uh, documentary on Facebook, and it talks again about some of the algorithms. I mean, I'm telling you, folks, this stuff will... It'll blow your mind. Like, oh... My goodness, yes. there's a lot to this yeah. uh, algorithm stuff. And then the last thing, most recent thing, was um, there was a New York Times uh, podcast, The Daily, mm. and they had one the um, Apple versus Facebook. Yeah, which was fascinating. Which Just is recently why here. we're having to use this webcam over here that is shaky and has us dark because, because. my iPhone will no longer work with Facebook Live because of all this. Yeah, they're having a little. They're having a little. Uh, now look. Tiff. If I had a hundred friends on Facebook and didn't go on Facebook Live every day for my job, my iPhone would work just fine. This has been tested, huh? And I I read about it every day. There are forums mm-hmm. and you can, but because of my job and the amount of you know whatever, and that I have to go live so every day, keeping you from using it. Yeah, too. I can't use this yeah. iPhone any longer. Huh? Who's Facebook is keeping you from using it? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're getting back at iPhone for setting up this. Uh, Ability to uh, but like John block D, cookies. who mm-hmm. works here, who has no friends at all, <laughs> and never goes Facebook Live. If we plug in his phone, which is the It'll same work. phone as mine, and it works, yeah, it's I clean. And, yeah. So okay, so, so some I good. recommend for for some background, um, and then also read the NPR article from two days ago. Yeah. Um, that that would be a really. I mean, take a few hours, but if you care about um, 
this issue at all. And certainly if you have teens, I would definitely recommend submerging, sub, submersing yourself sure. in all of these and learn about what's going on behind the scenes to yeah. some degree. Yeah, no doubt. Um, okay, before we take a break, uh, Christina says, thank you, Mark, for talking about this. We've had a hard conversation. We have had hard conversations with their teenagers about why they shouldn't be on social media. I've been lucky uh, because my best friend Nick, his daughters are four years older than mm. my daughter, and so he's been able to uh, really struggle yeah. with the whole thing and come up with all the rules that now I can easily implement. He's clearing and, uh, a path for us. Nice. It's the path. nice to have friends with a little bit older children. That's yeah, right. It's every made time. it every time. But what's funny is when Lila initially, you know, in this past year, as an 11 year old, was like, So I want to be on TikTok because everybody's on TikTok. And so I just looked it up because I'm not on TikTok. And so I looked it up. I was like, Oh, you can't. You have to be 13. And then really in like Instagram and others, like, you have to be 13, but it's a certain kind of account where you can only do certain things. And then when you're 15 or 16 is when you can actually have a, a full account. Um, she's like, well, all of my friends. And so I was like, well, you find out how they're on that because you can't. And it turns out they're just all lying about their ages. Mm. Like that's the thing they're just all putting in that they're 18 or whatever. And having full access open accounts. What's next? They're going to have fake IDs before you know. <laughs> Somebody's gonna reads. come up with that. I tried to use reads one time, and it, they, I, I was busted when they said, "What's your sign?" Which I'm not into, but I knew mine was yeah. Scorpio, and Uh-oh. Reed and I are just born a few weeks. Really, they, that mm-hmm. that was a pretty tricky question. There. Well, but we're just—I'm sure born. you had memorized his. No, I no date of birth because I knew. No, I'm sure you else. had memorized his date of birth, but right. you didn't sure. think about the sign, yeah. right? Um, they said you're not this handsome, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew you know we were born. Really close to each other. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, by Scorp- Scorpio. Or I say, I'm Scorpio. And like he's not. Nope. Yeah. Apparently, it's Libra. Like right, yeah, the, the cutoff is wow. right in between. How did that person know that to that detail? I don't know. Well, well it's his they, job. Yeah, it's yeah. how yeah. they do it. Mm. Um, all right. So, quick break. Here's the thing: if you're on Facebook, you're going to now not hear our audio. Thank goodness, because we're going to have some delicious Tortugas pizza, and we're going to talk to mm-hmm. Noah and, and Nick during the break here, and then. Um, yeah, when we come back, we'll plug the audio back in there on Facebook Live. But hang out with us and continue to ask questions over there in the comments section. Uh, as Shannon just said, so glad I caught the show tonight. To struggle with OCD as a kid, social media would have been a nightmare. Oh, boy. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's it's cliche, but it's the truth. I'm so glad we didn't have social media. I'm growing same up. here. Yeah. Holy moly, the dumb things. Mm. I still look back now. Facebook memories pop up from seven eight years ago i'm like oh geez it's bad enough that that? there are vhs tapes of the things that we did when we were teenagers (laughs) okay so we're talking to dr westfall about social media and its effect on our psyche and not just us but the kids and the utes out there all the utes Utes, the utes yeah christina says tiktok is the worst in manipulating kids pushing out misinformation yeah, well, Facebook, I'll say, is the worst for pushing out misinformation among older people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, TikTok I mean, also, in fairness, it, is it, the worst at being really entertaining. I, I don't know much about TikTok. Yeah, it's really entertaining. Do but, you have TikTok? No. Because <laughs> I recently, and I, I do make fun of them on the morning show, but for this, I will not say. Uh, some friends of mine who own a business in town, Nick and I were actually over there hanging out recently, and they said something about, like, oh, you know, this thing from TikTok. And I was like, no, I don't. Mm. I've never... I mostly know TikTok. You don't have TikTok, right? Like, dude, you got to get TikTok. It's the most entertaining thing ever. Very entertaining. My nephew will text me TikTok videos. That's mostly how I see TikTok is through text. 
text talk is what I call that. Christina said uh, yesterday her daughter told her that friends had convinced, or her some of her friends are convinced that Helen Keller did not exist. Oh, because it's a big rumor on TikTok. I was talking to my students about that the other day. Okay, so anyway, so yeah, you can see the problem, Doctor Watson. I can see the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got a text here. Um, Social media is the new smoking. You heard it here first. I think we'll look back and realize just how dangerous it is for mental health. Yeah. What do you guys think about that statement? Um, I mean, I don't know that uh, death rates would be the same, but... Suicide's up. Yeah. We talked about suicide earlier in the show. Yeah. Um, I... mm. There are. Uh, I don't know I'm, that I'm the number of deaths, but yes. So you, you, okay, you're focused on number of deaths, but right. he's saying it's. He, he, I don't know that yeah. that's what he's saying. He's saying it's the next smoking. So he's saying essentially it's that bad for our mental health that we will be looking backwards. I, I'm assuming sure. that's what he's yeah. saying. We'll be looking backwards mm-hmm. and saying, "What will we? That was not healthy." But you I know, mean, yeah, there was a time, hundred percent. I, I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go back and I mean, you know, update myself a little bit. So I can remember in med school. This is in the '80s. Mm-hmm. And one of the professors got up, and we, you know, it, you hear these great lectures from all these professors, and he got up and he said, I have, with, with one change, I could cure more people of disease than anything in the history of mankind. Right. One simple change. I, I, it, it is so easy to implement. Of course, what did he say? Stop smoking. Yeah. Yeah. He said, one change. Right. If we can stop people from smoking, we can cure more deaths than any other thing we can discover. Yeah. And so you're right. I mean, the deaths were you know, tremendous. But I can remember going home and having this conversation with family members, and I was saying, oh, my gosh, th- one day this is going to be illegal. And they're like, no way. No way are we ever going to have a time when smoking is not everywhere. Well, we're slowly approaching that. Sure. So now it's illegal to do in public. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing the change. When I grew up, there was smoking in every building everywhere. And sure. I'm allergic. I literally have nasal allergies to it. I, I thought when I was a kid, I was just allergic to everything. Turns out I'm mainly allergic to smoke. Yeah. Which so, was everywhere. Which was everywhere. And so the change that has occurred, and that was a, a hugely lucrative um, industry. Sure. And hid data that it was mm. not healthy for you. And intentionally trying to hook you. And intentionally trying to hook you. And they knew that. And they, yeah, exactly. Sure, so there right. are significant parallels. A lot of parallels. parallels. A lot of parallels. However, I will say this. I think, listen, I agree 100%. There's no question. I think there's no doubt that uh, social media has problematic aspects. Also, um, I routinely see things on social media that are thought-provoking and that enrich my life exactly. and that are beautiful and that keep me in touch with people who live across the country and all these kinds of things. Bingo. And right. that's what, uh, in that NPR article, they talk about this whole um, uh, comparison to mm. cigarettes. Um, and one of the researchers says it, it's not quite as simplistic as cigarettes because cigarettes, we really yet haven't found anything beneficial. Right. <clears throat> and there are some benefits, clearly, to some of the social media. Sure, But I think that the regulatory measures mm-hmm. that eventually we're going to have down yeah. the road are going to be very similar to the regulatory measures that we have for smoking. And for right example, now, the regulatory measures are nil. For it's example, nothing. age. Yeah. How old can you... How old do you have to be to purchase tobacco? Anybody know? I, I 19, don't know 19. 19? Okay. Yeah. Um, all of these ages keep increasing. maybe actually just 
Is that right? 21. Well, something Maybe. went they, to 21. They're, they're probably Maybe talking it the, about it. For the va- longest time, vaping. it was 19. Vaping stuff just went, I think, to yeah. 21. Okay. So the reason everything keeps getting bumped up to the 20s is why, guys? Because your brain is still developing. developing. Right. Yeah, the front loads. Talk to the kids uh, about this all the time. It's the whole thing. I mean, because it, of you. those kids cannot make those decisions. We got to quit tempting them with things that they can't control. It's not right. fair to them. And things that uh, may or may not affect an adult mind that much would affect a developing mind. More. Right. Yes. Potentially. Well, they, yes. It will, it will affect the mind more, and they have trouble not becoming addicted to it. Yeah, saying no to Even if you were to explain to them, hey, here are the problems with this, they're still going to have a hard time exactly. saying no to exactly. it. Okay. So Adam but, says it's 21 now. I, I wonder oh, that's what Adam says. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was so there, some change so recently. Everything keeps going. So it's, it is interesting in that <clears throat> I do think that it would help a lot of parents out sure. if we would say, look, no social media to your certain age, you know, it w- because it is very difficult. This is one of the most common complaints I hear from parents today yeah. is controlling their child's exposure to social media and their emotional reaction to social media. Of course, media. in fairness, already some of those rules do exist, and it does not help parents out that much because kids still access social media by just uh, misrepresenting their birth date. And I accidentally said, who knows when Adam said, Adam knows. Adam knows. It, Adam it is knows. correct. It's yeah. correct. I, it's no. literally, yeah. 21 so, is now the age. True. There, there, are, there are things you got to put into place. There are a lot of, and I'd be curious to current parents out there, because luckily my kids are now 27 and 25, and we got, I just slid through. Facebook came out when they were like, what, it came out in 05 or something like that. So they were 10 or 11. Yeah. I think it really popped for the next two or three years. So we didn't have to really wrestle with that. Right. Um, and so... Um, but I'm curious to what um, parents are utilizing now to um, help regulate their child's utilization. Because I know I was looking the other day, there's, there's a, um, a security um, program called F-Secure. You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Uh, my wife's in IT, and she went to some um, – she's going to laugh at me for this. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. But she went to some seminar about security and stuff. And F-Secure is one of the better, like um, – cybersecurity things you can put on your computer to protect your computer. Gotcha. Well, they sent me an email the other day because we have that, and they have now an app that gives you security over what your children sure. can sign into like on, their, on their phones mm-hmm. or on their you know, devices. So sure, sure. They're, they're still going to find it, but it's about making it convenient. And if parents work together, they can diminish the effect. It's just like substances. Obviously, kids get alcohol before they're 21. They don't right. magically just can't keep it out of every kid's hands. If but, you can remember your brother's sign, right. well, yeah. if you can remember that, yeah. then you could, yeah. <laughs> but we definitely have affected the utilization of substances by trying to change laws as to the access. Sure. Um, that's so, right. Absolutely. I yeah, think that's a, yeah. I'm not saying that's not a worthwhile endeavor, yeah. um, but we should be clear eyed about the fact that that doesn't obviously solve it. Um, no, it doesn't solve it. Yeah. Got to, but we yeah. need to know the data. And here's the thing. Yeah. My understanding is just by reading some of these articles that, well, first of all, we know the data guys have the data. Oh, sure. Okay, and are using like, it to their it's advantage. It's not like, but. like back in the cigarette days, they may or may not have been tracking data. I mean, but these guys are data guys. Yeah. You know they have the data. And have given it to Cambridge Analytica. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but they're not sharing what they know. And that's where the analogy back to the, the, the tobacco industry sure. comes in, is they're not really sharing what they know. And they're not in this, folks, for your health, mm-hmm. necessarily. 
they are in it for the health of their corporation. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So really quick, final break. Um, okay, here we go. Last segment, we're talking about social media and its effect. Well, well, whatever. It is what it is. Facebook ended the whole deal. No. I can't figure it out. Can't figure they, it out. Now they've kicked you off, huh? Just, yeah. <laughs> because we were talking about them. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, they're listening. All the, the trash algorithm talk. Pretty quick. Yep. All the trash talk. But either way, um, okay, so, you know, what's interesting is we have Noah here who yep. came by, a former student of Reed's. That's and, right. And also uh, going to talk to us about doing some internship work possibly. And now it solidified that by bringing Tortuga. He's a by. smart man already. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. he brings Tortuga Pizza yep. on the interview to, uh, to talk about being an intern. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to let Noah take my mic for a bit and cool. uh, you guys, cool, yeah, cool. chat yeah. it out. Cool. So Noah, what, what are some of your thoughts on this issue? We'll just throw um, you right in the frying pan. Okay. So when you guys were talking earlier about like why people enjoy having likes, like why they post on social media right. for actual likes, um, I was just thinking about how we, as like, you know, humanity actually have like the need we feel the need to actually be liked whether we like to admit it or not right sometimes a lot of people like they see that as negative like wanting to be liked and a lot of times i won't admit that i have that feeling but a lot of the people when they see that their posts are being liked it just makes them feel better you can't mm -hmm. really control that and so me and my sister personally we will post some things and we'll actively be looking for like how many likes we get it just it just makes us feel better and a lot of times when People aren't going out as much with like real social interactions outside. Right. Especially which, during a pandemic. Yeah. Especially mm -hmm. during that. That actually, yep. if anything, influenced me to be on my phone way more than usual, which mm -hmm. was a really bad thing. And actually, to be honest, like you guys were talking about the effects, it sometimes it just makes people feel worse. If anything, like I get on there to be more entertained. And while I'm on there, it makes me feel better. And then afterwards, I, I just feel worse. Right. I, I'm just like in a worse mood because of it. A little bit of withdrawal. Yeah, maybe so. And I'm curious to know, so you said a few things that are interesting. So you and your sister, do you all talk about your social media? Like, how do you know that about your sister, that she does the same thing you do and that everyone does, which is like to monitor your popularity on social well, media? Well, I mean, a, a few years back, I mean, uh, we hadn't had Instagram for very long, but we were posting and then I we would comment to each other like, hey, you got a lot of likes on that post or like right. you haven't had that many before. And so that's just me kind of like making an assumption. It may not necessarily be true. Right. But so you were commenting on the social media about their social media. Or like you would talk to her in person. We were talking to each other okay, gotcha. okay. in person. Yeah. 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 And so I just feel like both of us, even though we wouldn't admit it, we kind of had that feeling that, oh, like it makes us feel better when people like our, our stuff. And she actually... Um, you guys were talking about TikTok too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that, if anything, is like more addicting than the others because mm. I didn't want TikTok at first because my sister, she makes a lot of dancing mm -hmm. TikTok videos and I was very annoyed by it. After like <laughs> the, t the 10th or 15th video she right. made, I was like, I'm never getting it because she was trying to convince me. And after a while, I was like, you know, what the heck, I'm, I'm gonna get it. And the thing is, um, on TikTok, once you like a few videos that you think are funny, it based, like it has a curriculum that like bases it all off of the stuff you like. Yeah. So it goes from liking a few videos to all those videos after that following that same trend. And so you find all those videos you like over and over and over again. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's three hours later, you've done no nothing else with your life. I mean, can, can just put that, that was fantastic, Noah, yeah. by the way. You're, you're, you're just knocking it out of the park. He's on the radio. That's right. He sounds calm. I Brought mean, Tortugas I on doing a good job. I feel yeah. like he's been on the radio before. Have That's you been right. on the radio before? He's a natural. 
I don't think so. No. I mean, I'm trying my best here, though. You're doing well. No. You're doing Thank well. You. Some you people must freeze. have a really good English teacher oh, in yeah. high school. Oh, no. the best. That's right. Yeah, of course. I mean, some people freeze up, like deer in the headlights. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard when you start talking. But your description of getting on TikTok, think about that from a substance. Picture that being a substance. Right. So someone I knew was doing it, but I didn't want to do it. didn't look appealing to me. Yeah. Okay. But... I keep seeing around me. So they all, seemed really all, irritating all my, when they were using yep, cocaine. Yeah, yep. right. all my, mm-hmm. yeah, but all my friends are starting to look into it, so I'm just going, okay, I'll try it once. And then that substance triggers something pleasurable. And these algorithms, that's exactly mm-hmm. what they do. They put in front of you what you want to see. You don't even know they're doing it. Right. And so it's triggering that, oh, I'll stay here and do it a little longer. And one of the classic part, part of the definition of being addicted to something is doing something for longer than I intended or drinking, like drinking more drinks than I plan to drink. Right. So that's a sign of a problem. That's a sign of, substance that's one of the abuse. signs of abuse right. of a substance. Right. And uh, I, don't, I don't call it substance abuse because I, I oh, think sorry. the substance, no, I just think the substance abuses you. It's kind of my own little gotcha. work. Gotcha, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but substance but, overuse. Substance overuse, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it's, it is TikTok overuse yeah. is what it is. It's and the I'll same, and it's just an, and it's not just TikTok because I spend way more time than I ever would have imagined watching surfing videos on Facebook because Facebook has figured out that I like watching surfing videos. Yeah. I didn't even yeah, know yeah. that I like watching surfing videos, but it's all it puts in front of me yeah. now. Instagram so. Instagram does the same thing. Yeah, um, where you have like the home page right next to that is the search page where it has all those posts um, that have developed from the accounts you follow, right? And like the posts you've mainly liked. And so for me, I've um, I, I love the show The Office. Sure. Um, I also love sports. And so the, it's just all covered with sports-related stuff. The Office, I think there's some, like, you know, I, I used to watch Friends a good yeah. bit, the show. And so that's, so that's on your there too. Feed. And so, right. yeah, you, you can click on one of them that you find interesting, and then you can just keep scrolling down post by post. And that takes up a lot of my time too. How old were you when you started using social media? Um, I actually think it was the first time I got an iPhone, which was like seventh grade. Yeah. And I think because I'd never used Instagram before and it was very interesting for me. I think I posted seven posts in my first day mm-hmm. when I had like five followers and I eventually deleted them because I was, I looked back and I was like, wow, this yeah. is really cringy. Like I can't handle this. <laughs> I can't handle this being on my account basically. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's just, would you say know, this is really what? Cringy. 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 It made me cringe. Yes. Often I look back I like at that. Often I look back at stuff I've done in the past yeah. and it makes me cringe. Pan- Discussions with your parents when you were seventh, eighth, ninth grade, were you and your parents talking about social media? Was that something that they were thinking about? Well, we actually had conversations like this before we got iPhones because I had a flip phone and I couldn't have any social media before that. And they told us how like it was important that once we got iPhones, we wouldn't be like absolutely obsessed. Yeah. You know, and I was telling my parents, I was like, that's not going to happen. Like, I, I've never I been obsessed like that before. I can quit anytime I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, I'm on my phone almost all the time. Yeah. And it's gotten worse because of the pandemic. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to control now. But um, And I, I guess my point is, like, Noah, I know you. You were a student of mine. You're an extraordinarily responsible young man. You're well, thank a, you. you know, yeah, I mean, this is all true about you. A high-achieving student, um, all these things. I've met your mom. I know your mom is, like, a concerned, uh, involved yes, parent. A very, she is. You know, smart, she professional can, she, woman. Yeah, she cares a lot. Yeah, and so I think it's interesting for us to think about, you know, this is not a, you know, like, oh, this is just when people aren't paying attention. Exactly. Even when people are giving you lectures before getting an iPhone, it's still 
awfully difficult to control it's, this. Exactly. So, it's yeah. because of that wanting circuit. It's yeah. not in your control. Yeah. Right. So great, yeah. great, uh, okay, great so discussion. Okay, so even though we are out of time for tonight's discussion, uh, Dr. Westfall, we're going to do this again, yeah, continue to talk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll do it again. I have a lot of questions yeah. from listeners, a lot of questions from myself. I yeah. know we got into just, I mean, we really just scratched the surface on this. Sure. Right. One yeah. last thought, uh, Tex. I think keeping it just to the computer could be a really good way to mitigate the effects. What if it wasn't uh, in your pocket at all I didn't feel times. addicted hardly at all until I got a phone. There's no question about it. So good stuff with Dr. Mark Westfall. Uh, you can find most of these uh, the segments that we do under the podcast, Let's Think On It, wherever you find podcasts. Yep. So to listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio. 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com, or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter, at Lockamy Brothers. <laughs>